Welcome into the Degenerate Gambler, your sports gambling podcast. I'm Robert Ash, the host of The Degenerate Gambler. This podcast brought to you by Anchor.fm, the easiest way to make a podcast. We got the four elite eight games, two today, two tomorrow to uh, pick for uh, this uh, this week. Starting with today's games, we got two games. Uh, both games taking place at Lucas Oil Stadium in uh in Indianapolis, the first game, the Houston Cougars, 27-3 on the season, taking on the Oregon State Beavers, who are 20-12 on the year. Houston, 21-9 against the spread this season. Oregon State, 21-9-1 against the number. Houston comes in 7.5-point favorites. The Cougars averaging 76.9 points per game. They shoot 44% from the field, 35.4% from the three-point line, 73.5% from free throws. And they're fifth in the country in rebounding at 40.9 rebounds per game. Oregon State comes in averaging 70.75 points per game. They shoot about 43.5% from the field, 35.6% from three-point range, to 29th in the country in free throw shooting at 76.8%, and they get about 34.5 rebounds per contest, uh, which is 216th in the country. So not a great rebounding team for Oregon State. These two teams have met one previous time. It was Oregon State that picked up the victory over Houston. They also covered the spread against the Cougars in that game. Oregon State 6-0 against the spread in their last six games. 6-0 against the spread in their last six games in the month of March. For the Houston Cougars, 15-5 against the spread in their last 20 games. 4-2 against the spread in their last six games played in the month of March. And 15-5 against the spread in their last 20 games as the favorite. Oregon State got to the Elite Eight by beating Tennessee 70-56, to Oklahoma State 80-70, to and Loyola Chicago 65-58. Houston got to the Elite Eight by beating Cleveland State 87-56, Rutgers 63-60, and then Syracuse 62-46. to uh, Injuries are the only issue when it comes to Houston, and that is uh, Dejon Jerome. He's got a hit pointer. He's been injured throughout the tournament and has played. He is probable for uh, the game against um, Oregon State tonight. He will end up playing in this game in the Elite Eight, but he will not be 100% uh, coming into this game. Uh, Houston, 7.5-point favorites in this one. 57% of the money coming in on Houston, minus 7.5. And, and I think we're going to ride Houston, minus 7.5 in this one as well. Uh, this it, it, it's, a, it's a tough call in this one. I think Houston wins this game. The spread is a little bit on the juicy side. Uh, but I think we're going to ride, nonetheless, with uh, Houston, minus 7.5. I think the Oregon State ride ends in this one. Houston's defense is so good. Uh, they are actually fairly solid on the offensive end. It does worry me that Oregon State has been playing easily its best basketball of the season. They could give Houston some trouble in this one. Dejon Giroux will be the key. If he can be on the floor for a uh, for a matter of time, uh, that he should be on the floor uh, without uh, too many uh, injuries, I think he... Uh, will be okay in this one. Uh, so I'm going to go Cougars minus 7.5 against Oregon State. I'm a little reluctant on it, but that's going to be the call nonetheless. 
We'll go Houston minus seven and a half against Oregon State. All right, next up, game number two on Monday. It'll feature the Baylor Bears 25-2 on the season, taking on the Arkansas Razorbacks 25-6 on the year. Baylor 17-10 against the spread. Arkansas 20-10 against the number. Baylor comes in seven and a half point favorites in this one. Bears averaging 83 points per game, good for sixth in the country. They're 18th in the country in field goal percentage at 48.6%. Number one in the country in three-point percentage at 40.7%. They also shoot free throws at 69.9%, which is uh, 209th in the country. And they're 116th in rebounding at 36.26 per game. Arkansas averages 81.6 points per game, which is good for 11th in the country. They shoot just 45% from the field, 33.2% from the uh, three-point line. Uh, they shoot 74% from the free throw line, and they are 11 or make that 12th in the country in rebounding at 39.9 rebounds per game. Uh, Arkansas and Baylor, old-time rivals in this one. They have split their last 10 meetings uh, overall and against the spread in in college basketball. Uh, yet they've played over 150 times all-time uh, against each other. I don't have that exact number in front of me, but they were longtime Southwest Conference rivals uh, before Arkansas left for the SEC in 1992. Now, Arkansas, it's 10-3 and three against the spread in their last 13 games, 4-1 against the spread in their last five games against Big 12 opponents. For Baylor, they are 2-5 and five against the spread in their last seven games played on a Monday uh, coming into this one. However, they are also uh, in their last 10 games 7-3 uh, and three against the spread. Uh, injuries not a factor in this one for either team. Arkansas got to the lead eight by beating Colgate 85-68. And then they got a pair of two-point victories uh, over Texas Tech 68-66 and Oral Roberts 72-70. Baylor got to the lead eight by beating Hartford 79-55, Wisconsin 76-63. And they rallied from double digits down in the second half to blow by uh, Villanova 62-51. Baylor comes in seven and a half point favorites in this one. 65% of money coming in on the Baylor Bears at minus seven and a half. And we're going to ride the Baylor Bears on this one as well. Uh, I think Baylor's the better team. I think it's really as simple as that. Uh, the key to this game will be can Arkansas's guards match the Baylor guards? And I don't know if they necessarily can. Uh, Baylor's got a pair of guards in Macy Oteague and Jerry Butler. Butler, a first-team All-American. Uh, Macy Oteague has had a sensational season. Uh, they also have guys inside like a Mark Vidal uh, that will be a, a, a huge factor in this one as well. Uh, defensively, there's probably not a better defensive team uh, overall than Baylor. Baylor's guards pressure you unlike most guards pressure and I think it's going to be the first time Arkansas has seen a defense as good as Baylor's and has seen ball pressure like they're going to see from Baylor in this one uh Arkansas's ball handling it's not exactly great uh they do have a tendency to turn the ball over when they do get pressured and I think that could be a huge factor in this one only having 36 hours to get ready for a Baylor team uh, it's going to be extremely difficult anyways and I think Baylor's got the more talent on the court I think Baylor wins this game. I think they win this game uh, 
I actually think they win this game pretty easily. I really like Baylor minus 7.5 against Arkansas. All right. Now we go on into Tuesday's games. Again, both games taking place at Lucas Oil Stadium. Uh, game one, the Gonzaga Bulldogs, 29-0 on the season, taking on the USC Trojans, 25-7 on the year. Gonzaga, 15-12-2 against the spread. USC, 19-13 against the number. Gonzaga comes in nine-point favorites. The Bulldogs lead the nation in scoring at 92.1 points per game. Lead the nation in field goal percentage at 54.9%. 41st in the country in three-point percentage at 37.1%. They also uh, shoot 73.7% from the free throw line, and they get about 38 rebounds per game. USC uh, gets uh, about 75 points per game on average. They're 42nd in the country in shooting at 47.1%. Uh, they shoot 35.5% from the three-point line. Uh, they're not a very good free-throw shooting team. They're 326th in the country at 64.3%. However, they are a solid rebounding team. They're 22nd in the country at 39.4 rebounds per contest. This actually is the first all-time meeting between Gonzaga and USC. USC is 8-4 and four against the spread in their last 12 games played on a Tuesday. 9-4 and four against the spread in their last 13 games while playing as an underdog. Gonzaga, 4-1 against the spread in their last five games. 5-1 against the spread in their last six played in the month of March. 4-1 against the spread in their last five games while playing as the favorite. USC got to the lead eight by beating Drake, 72-56. Blasting Kansas, 85-51. And blowing by Oregon, 82-68. Gonzaga reached the round of eight. By blowing out Norfolk State, 98-55, cruising past Oklahoma, 87-71, and blowing out Creighton, 83-65. Again, Gonzaga comes in nine-point favorites in this one. And right now, the money is 50-50 early on uh, coming in on these two teams. Uh, and it, it's hard to go with the money on this one simply because, well, other than it's 50-50, the fact that it's still early in the betting process on the Tuesday games as we record. Uh, so the money will fluctuate quite a bit over the next 24 hours or so. Uh, but right now, the money is coming in 50-50 uh, between USC and Gonzaga. And we're going to ride uh, Gonzaga minus nine. Uh, Gonzaga is the best team in the country. I think they've proved that throughout the season. USC does present a challenge. Uh, with the Mobley Twins inside against a Gonzaga team that's not all that big when it comes to the physicality of it. Uh, they do have Drew Timmy in there. They can run uh, Anton Watson in there as well. Uh, they can go Mer Ballo if they need to, uh, to maybe give some fouls per, per se if they struggle handling uh, that inside. I think Gonzaga, you're going to see more zone from Gonzaga probably than you normally do. Uh, to try to limit the inside and force USC to take outside shots. If they can force USC to shoot the three, that plays in Gonzaga's hands. Um, Gonzaga's got to limit the offensive rebounding. They struggled a little bit on the offensive boards against Creighton on Sunday. Uh, but I think Gonzaga's the best team in the country. They shoot the ball better than anyone uh, in college basketball. Uh, their threes are going down as well. I mean, they're just so unstoppable and I just don't see USC being a team to stop them I'm going Gonzaga minus nine against Southern Cal and the final game of the Elite Eight the Michigan Wolverines 23 and four in a season taking on the UCLA Bruins 
at 21 and 9. Michigan 19 and 8 against the spread so far this season. Um, and UCLA 16 and 14 against the number. Michigan comes in seven and a half point favorites. Wolverines averaging 76.8 points per game. They're 19th in the country in field goal percentage at 48.5%. 12th in the country in three point percentage at 38.5%. 18th in free throw percentage at 78% from the line. And they get about 37.4 rebounds per contest. UCLA averaging 73.1 points per game. They shoot 46.2% from the field, 37.3% from uh, the three-point line, 71.1% from the free-throw line, and they get about 35.2 rebounds per contest. Uh, in the last 10 meetings between UCLA and Michigan, they've split those at five wins apiece. They're also 5-5 five and five against the spread against each other in those 10 meetings. UCLA is 5-1 and one against the spread in their last six. Four and one against the spread in their last five. Five and one against the spread in their last six played in March. Michigan fourteen and six against the spread in their last twenty games. Uh, fourteen and six against the spread in their last twenty games as a favorite. UCLA got to the lead eight by uh, winning their playing game with Michigan State eighty six eighty. Then they uh, beat BYU seventy three sixty two. Blew out Abilene Christian eight uh, sixty seven forty seven. And in overtime, they upset second seed Alabama 88-78. to Michigan gets to the lead eight by holding off Texas Southern 82-66, rallying past LSU 86-78, and then blowing out Florida State 76-58. Again, Michigan's 7.5-point favorites in this one. UCLA, 58% of the money coming in on the Bruins at plus 7.5. And we're going to ride the Bruins plus seven and a half in this one. I think this one comes down to the wire. Uh, I think UCLA can beat Michigan. Uh, but Michigan has shown in this tournament that while they're missing their heart and soul and their best player, Isaiah Livers, they've got other guys that have stepped up, whether it be Hunter Dickinson, um, you know, whether it be any of the other guards that have really stepped up of late for the Wolverines. Uh, so Michigan can very easily win this game. There's a reason they're a seven and a half point favorite in this one, uh, but I think UCLA. There's just something about this UCLA team. The way they didn't melt after Alabama hit the three at the buzzer to send the game into overtime, and it really took control without their best player Johnny Juzang on the floor after he fouled out. Uh, shows just the the fortitude of this team, and I think UCLA doesn't go down without a fight. I may sprinkle a little uh, on the money line on UCLA. Because I think UCLA can win this game, but our official pick will be UCLA plus 7.5 against Michigan. So our four bets for the Elite Eight for tonight, it is Houston minus 7.5 against Oregon State and Baylor minus 7.5 against Arkansas. And for Tuesday night, Gonzaga minus 9 against Southern Cal and UCLA plus 7.5 against Michigan. So that'll wrap up the podcast for today. We do thank you for listening. Remember to rate and subscribe to the podcast. You can do so at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, anywhere you listen to podcasts. We may drop a podcast sometime in the middle of the week uh, that may not necessarily be gambling-related. Uh, I haven't made a decision on that yet, but our next gambling-related podcast will be Saturday for the Final Four. So until our next podcast, this is The Degenerate Gambler. <laughs>